Welcome back, Wrestle Nerd! Big Billy here, he's making his way to the ring! JP Savage, you're welcome. <laughs> Old school! Gentlemen, now this is a moment. Mm. Let me tell you, shooting the ish has just leveled itself up with this episode. Yeah, he might be the former national heavyweight champion, but you bet your sorry ass, if you cross the ring from this man, he gonna feel sorry for your damn luck. The man you can catch on Tuesday nights taking names and kicking ass. Ladies and gentlemen, the future world's heavyweight champion of the world, NWA's cowboy James Storm. What's up, guys? How y'all doing, man? How are you, my man? How the hell are you? Ah, uh, hell, it's uh, it's beer thirty somewhere, that's for sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it, man, love it. Fantastic. Speaking of beers, what are you drinking right now? That you is have a to know. <laughs> I'm not even drinking beer. I'm drinking Jack Daniels right now. Jack oh, Daniels. really? Any specific type? Just a it's good just, old Jack? Uh, Jack Daniels Black. You know, put hair Ooh. on my chest, shave it off later for TV, so I look cool. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, now the question is, are you having it on the rocks or are you yeah. having it neat? Nah, I was just straight on the rocks, man. Oh, that's my guy. All right. Yeah, I, just, All uh, right. I just tried a music video not too long ago where I, I wrote a new theme song and start coming out, too. And, uh, hell, I drank half a bottle of Jack Daniels <laughs> during that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It's the best inspiration. That's it. That's the goal. And, 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 and you know the thing is, guys, let's not forget the fact that the man is from Tennessee. So he's getting his hands on, on some primo jack. Like the jack that just came up the barrel. Yeah. He's got the top of the line stuff. Well, the he's, funny story is uh, one of my really good friends actually runs the Jack Daniels Distillery. What? Yeah, oh, I've known for over almost 30 years. And uh, for my birthday two years ago, he brought a barrel of Jack Daniels whiskey to my house and tapped oh. it. <laughs> oh my! So, yeah, so we God. are drinking straight out of the barrel. The best things in life. You, are, what has come to your lips, pause, is the most like exclusivity. <laughs> you are a connoisseur of, of no of people have no sorts of understanding to what degree at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so James, I gotta ask you, man. Everything's so exciting. What's happening in your career right now? Um, we're excited that you're with us. Um, what excites you right now in the world of professional wrestling? Just, uh, hell, just being able to still wrestle. You know, I've been doing it for 22 years. You know, you see a lot of guys whose careers don't even last, you know, five, six, ten years, you know. So yeah, facts. for me to be able to do it for 22 years is a, a blessing from God, you know, and just for me to go out there and just entertain the people and do what I still do these days, man, it's fun. Listen, Why not? So I'm gonna say right now, James, that that you know, there's many, there's not many things I, I pray for in life, right? Uh, you know, good health, prosperity, right? And for James Storm to be on the screen again, because you know, <laughs> when I heard that you were about to debut on NXT, and I saw your debut, and the cock tease that that shit was, because it was only one match, and no. you know, obviously there's agendas, and your life comes first, right? Uh, but it's been great to see you back on TV, man. And, and I, if I may say so, better than ever. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, that was one of the decisions that, you know, it was kind of hard for me to make, you know, just because I was having family issues and had to straighten that out. And uh, you never know, you know, uh, the door might still be open and uh, I might show up there again someday. 
Okay. Hey, okay. They, believe, they can always use a little beer money, that's for sure. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. Oh, man. I, so I know cheap. Bobby could use some beer money right now. <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Please. Oh, my God. If I were to see you, oh, stop it. Stop it. Stop getting us excited. Oh, my God. Because you know what? I am excited about what you've been doing lately, man. And oh, oh, my God. That Cole Cabana, man. He sure is a pesky fuck, huh? He's a he's a cheater. It's okay, man. It's we know you, we know you're onto bigger and better things. You know something that may weigh about a ten pounds of oro, like we say in Spanish, some gold. Yeah, hey. it's uh, you know that the NWA national belt. It was to me, it was just uh, something to uh, catapult me to where I should be, and that's uh, in the title picture for that NWA ten pounds of gold. Okay. Most definitely, we want to see that that gold around your waist, bro. And let me ask you, um, I, you know, grown men don't kiss and tell and all that, but what what did what did Camille really whisper into your ear? I'm too hey! <laughs> <laughs> I always tell people, say, man, she didn't whisper shit. She just stuck that tongue in there. Oh! And the you dirty. Twenty-two years later, he's still America's most wanted. That's right. That's right. Hey, talk, talk to me about that time, James. Man, uh, we, everybody really loves you for for those impact moments that you gave us. Yes. Those battles with Ryan O'Man, Beer Money, of course, America's most uh, wanted. What was your favorite? What's the most fun you had during those times? I mean, the most fun I had was you know at the beginning of TNA when we were doing all the stuff out of uh, Nashville, out of the Solomon stuff. Man, it was just. It was just wild because as soon as the show would be over with, we all just go downtown and all the bar owners would just give us open tabs and we just get nice. shit. Back, you know, just have Holy fun. Shit. But it, you know, it was just one of the things. And I, uh, two of my favorite matches, uh, well, three was uh, me and Chris Harris in a Texas Death match, and then mm. uh, when uh, when I beat Kurt Angle for the world title, and then uh, yeah. me and Bobby Roode, 2012 at Bound for Glory, where we just beat the shit. <sighs> out of Class. Nice. Well, you know something really interesting. So, so TNA, we've always seen James Storm associated with. We're currently seeing you associated with NWA. A uh, uh, brand I really was surprised to see you associated with was ICW. Mm. You're doing some stuff over in the UK now. Yeah, man. That's uh, I always tell people if you get a chance, go over and check out one of those ICW shows. Definitely go do it, man, because it is. It's wild and crazy, and, and you know they, they just they're over just beating the crap out of each other, and, and the 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 crowd is so freaking drunk off their ass. Like, you know, but, but but it's it's really cool because they're you know they're they're one of those crowds that still play along with it. You know they they cheer the good guy and boo the bad guy. You know and okay and and, and hell it's like a it's almost like a soccer game if you've ever been to a you know soccer game over there. They they're those chanting are, those are, the whole damn show. You know so it's really cool. Those are dangerous out there in them soccer games, man. And, and <laughs> let me ask you, um, how how exclusive is your contract? I mean, uh, are you are you a, a straight NWA guy, or can no, you like ranch around? Or I'm a James Storm guy. I, I'm I'm okay. not under contract. I just uh, you know they call me up if they need me, I'll I'll go do the work. Okay. Oh, nice, nice. Still free agent then. That's it. Still free agent. Okay. So Ooh, okay. that's the way to be, you know. And, and you know, I got a handshake deal with them, and uh, I mean they've been. NWA and they've been really good to me because they're you know they're like hey if you 
you know, happen to get a better offer, which, you know, they, they're always pushing for me to do. They're like, Hey, just give us a heads up. So, you know, that's, okay. that's all I can ask for those guys. So, Hey, that sounds amazing. That sounds pretty good. And, and let me ask you, man, what in the cornet happened last week, man? Man, I, I have no idea, man. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but you know, when, when you hire Jim Cornette, you got to know what you're kind of getting as well. You know? and <laughs> I always say a lot of people jumped on him for that, but, you know, that he's so used to kind of just talking like that. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's how he was raised up in the wrestling business that I don't even think he's seen it as the way as so many other people saw it. You know, of it's, course, yeah. you know, and as, as you know, it's, it's too bad how society has changed and stuff. But like you said, you got to be able to change with the times as well. This is true. Yeah, this, yeah, is, this true. is true. Very true. And it's sad, man. We, we, we talked about it on our show. Like, you know, we were excited to see how it was working out. But we were like cautious because, like, you know, it's unfortunate. It's happened time and time again. No doubt. And he was going well for a long time. I mean, honestly, NWA on Tuesdays has been some of the exciting part. Of, you know, I mean, the wrestling world has changed at this point, right? It's like, especially us that we have a podcast, our lives revolve around wrestling. Our wives hate us. Let's just keep it real, right? <laughs> but. But Shout out to wife, exciting. we love you. Yes, we love you too. <laughs> but but Tuesdays have been exciting, uh, and, and it's because NWA, uh, and, and and particularly, you know, he was doing so well. It, it felt in his element. NWA with Jim Cornette, it just felt right, and then it happened. You know, it, it's unfortunate. Yeah, it is because he, like you said, he he is, uh, you know, known for a lot of the NWA stuff, and and he just he was just a good voice for it. And like yeah. you said, it's unfortunate that you know it just ha- happened. So and. So now NWA takes the lashing for it. I mean, is this something now they have to look at the drawing board again? They have to reevaluate procedures and stuff like that? Or or is this, you know, where do they go now? You know, a, a lot of the guys that are there, they, they kind of just, uh, you, you know, they, they monitor real close what they say anyways, a lot of the talent and stuff. Uh, but, you know, with, you know, with myself, they, they trust me enough to go out there, you know, and even though I said bullshit, you know, that was actually Billy came to me and said, hey, I want you to say, I, I, want you to say <laughs> I was like, are you sure? He And it's just one of those things where, you know, I, I think they kind of trusted Jim Cornette, maybe a little too much. Uh, but, you know, it's just one of those things, like I said, you know, I think Jim has just been brought up in a different time. Different era. Uh, where, where you know, that stuff was allowed back in those days, you know. But like I said, now it's just, it's just totally different. Mm. Mm. Hey, Cowboy, I'll... what's the uh, what's the difference that you feel when uh, performing in front of a studio audience versus an arena? Well, to me, it's uh, it 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 uh, it separates the men from the boys. That's for sure. Because Ooh. <laughs> I love that answer. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where you you better know how to work and and work. Right, you know, work a crowd because, you know, you're in that small area and you can hear every little person either saying you suck or you know, hey, your balls are hanging out of your trunks or something. Harry Stevens. The funny thing is, is that that actually happened to me. Bobby Lashley picked me up in a standing suplex, and uh, Brian Hedger came over to me. He goes, "Hey, they're telling me on the earpiece that your nutsack's hanging out." (laughs) I can't fix it. I'm upside down. Back to the studio thing is like I said, it's just one of those things where, you know, especially for me that that love to interact with the crowd. I know a lot of times on the bigger shows, 
you know, you got to make sure you're there for the cameras. And, you know, I, I can see in WWE that, you know, they're wrestling for the cameras and they don't really interact with the people as much right, uh, right, as right. we do with the studio audience. It's such a different experience, hands down, night and day. And I, I feel, I've always felt you get so much more for your money when you go to these, these, these other shows other than WWE shows. And you get to interact. You, they, you feel more part of the show, man. And with with athletes like you, that you know, you interact with the fans and stuff. You know, it it makes it that much special for the for the audience. Yeah, I mean, you can ask any of the guys who are you know wrestling for WWE right now. You know, they they would much rather do the house shows really than the TV yeah. show, just because they're they have more freedom and they're just having more fun out there with the crowd on the house shows. Now let me ask you: Are you pro flippy shit? Or non-flippy shit. Actually, actually, I'm. I can see it both ways. Like I, I'm not the flippy guy because that's just not my character. Uh, I remember I did a moonsault one time in TNA when Dusty Rhodes was the Booker and he pulled me aside. He's like, "Why? The hell, <laughs> why the hell are you doing that?" He goes, "Cowboys don't do moonsault." Out of patience to get that memo. <laughs> yeah, I just, remember, I just remember telling him, I was like, well, I just wanted to prove to people that I can do it. He goes, don't worry about what people think. He goes, stick to your character. I was like, all right. And, and, you know, it's just one of those things, like, if it works for some guys, cool. But, you know, like, you have to remember that all these guys now are trying to start doing all this flippy stuff, you that, know. That's and, a great and, point. And, you know, by the time you get to the fourth or fifth match, hell, you done seen, you know, 10,000 flips already. You know, a fact, and, and that's what I, what I that's busted is what I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes. exactly. And that's what I've been loving about NWA. I mean, it, obviously, it's following the protocol of the classics, but like you have people have a match, and then right afterwards, they're cutting a promo, and it's right there, organic, it's not pre taped uh, as far as like when they're shooting it. Like, you're getting the raw, uncut, the way they feel at the moment, and you feel it, and you feel the energy from the crowd as they're hearing it, you know. Yeah, and that's the best way. Like I said, as soon as we get done with the match, like we're going right over to the promo table and cutting a promo because you're just caught up in the moment and you just, you know, that's that's when you, you, you say your best promo to me, really. Absolutely. And you have been fucking killing it, especially with the backstage ones. Oh, my God. <laughs> Honestly, man, it, it's it's refreshing. It's refreshing to see. I, I had to I had to remind these young cats that I still got it. Hey, <laughs> you, know? you know, I think that's a part of it too. Oh, I I try to tell these guys. I said you got to be true to yourself. I said, look, I said I, I'm not going to bullshit you. Like I, I am a mean motherfucker when it comes to it. Like you piss me off, and I will whoop your ass. Like true to it because. I, you know, I, I grew up in, you know, bars and fighting and, you know, all this stuff with my cousins and, you know, brothers and all this. And, you know, I know how to handle myself. And mm -hmm. I always tell these guys, a lot of these guys have never been in the fight in their life. And they're talking about beating the crap out of somebody. I'm like, nah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know? a real one. They don't want to test you. You also, did it, you also did it a different way, too. Right? Yeah. You, you made it to, through your training way different than what these guys go to now they anybody can just go to a school now now you had you had different training right like you had a different path yeah this, you know that's kind of the one thing that you know i think is lacking a lot of times now on in, on the wrestling scene is a lot of these guys you know they, they don't pay their dues you know they think they don't have to pay their dues if they know somebody in the wrestling business or they have friends or or something like this you know like i was one of the guys you know i got into wrestling right when uh, maps were about to go out of business. Like, you know, I still use the road map. 
like you try to give a roadmap to some of these young guys today, they 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 would never make it. They would never make it. They'd be like, "Where's the little guy that walks through the paper?" Like, (laughs) it was it was one of those times when you know I was wrestling guys, you know, like uh, Whoopi D that was Slash, and Mm. you know, uh, I mean, all these other guys, and they you know they just beat the crap out of us, you know. And and we and th- we figured that was part of our training, so we just took it, you know. And it just tough toughened us up. It's crazy. I, I w- I'm reading uh, Roddy Piper's book, and he talked about his initial training and how he, he got his fucking ribs broken and shit. Like, yeah. it, 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 that's just what it was back then. It was a different time, you know. You had to kind of be, in a way, welcomed into the the industry, you know. Yeah, it was kind of like it, it. It was funny though because, you know, when I started training. They, I had to be like, I couldn't start. I, I finished training, but then I couldn't start wrestling until I had gained like another thirty pounds. Like the, the promoter here was like, no, like we need you to look like a wrestler, so you need to gain like thirty, forty more pounds before you can come Shit. back to wrestling. And I was like, what? <laughs> but, you know, and, and nothing against these guys today, but man, you know, you see some of these guys in a bar or whatever. Somebody tells you they're a wrestler, you just feel like what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it's you know, true. It, it's true. Yeah. I mean, I mean, people are making money on that concept alone. Look at the uh, Jungle Express. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. You know. Yeah. So it's and, like I said, it, it works for those guys. That's they look that's good. well. That's, and and it's a good thing that they have you know the big guy there with them too because it, it makes him look even more bigger. You know? Oh yeah, it definitely. Right. Does. He looks colossal with next to him, which is great. James, great. let me change gears for a little bit. Uh, you once had a scholarship for playing basketball, huh? Yeah, man. <laughs> what position did you play? Yeah, I played shooting guard, man. Oh, shooting shit. Guard. Yeah. I was going to say four. I was going to say the four. Yeah. I thought power forward. That's what I thought. I, I, and it's funny because, like, you know, I can I can still ball. And so, Ooh, so, so you know, people see me, they look at me, they're like, yeah, right. And I, like, nah. <laughs> I can't jump. Like, that's me. Like, I've hustled oh. so many people out of oh, money. Oh, you got some bunnies, too? <laughs> yeah. You gotta okay. play the pool now, with, yo. You you too big to be a shooting guard now. Well, it's, no uh, way. Oh, there's a there's a video on my Instagram where uh, somebody bet me a hundred bucks I couldn't make it full court, and I just threw it first time. The fuck out of here! Cash in. Who, who would you compare your game to? Do what now? Who would you compare your game to? Who did you look up to as far as in basketball? Man, it's it's like uh, I was I was kind of like a Penny Hardaway, like wow. I was, you know, fan. Yeah, really. And, uh, and, and yeah, and, and Scottie Pippen, like, but okay. like my favorite my favorite all time player was Magic Johnson. Like he was like, uh, him yeah. just being able to pass the ball like he did was yeah, real. Yeah. If you make it look so easy, you know. Oh yeah. So let wow. me ask you, where is Austin Pay State University? Uh, it's uh, it's. it's uh, it's in Clarksville, Tennessee, right okay. before you get to Kentucky, kind of around Fort Campbell, Kentucky. So, so now they they had given you a scholarship for for basketball. Yeah. Right. So we're uh, planning on going there. Yeah, what happened? So, so I went to so I went there and uh, started practicing with, with the team and stuff. And uh, it was one week before the season was supposed to start. I uh, I came back home and I saw a commercial for the USWA wrestling school that was local around here. And uh, it was like, hey, do you want to travel the world? Do you want to be rich and famous? I'm like, shit, they're talking to me. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> Yo, this was meant to be. Get the fuck out of here. This was shit. shit. Like, <laughs> shit. Really? I started training, and in, in my third week training, I wound up breaking my shoulder and had a compound fracture in my right shoulder. Uh, and I w- lost my scholarship and everything. 
So. Oh, man, that fucking sucks. But some things are meant to be, huh? Oh, yeah, because you don't see no more six-foot-one white guys in the NBA no more. <laughs> yeah, J.J. Reddick might be one of the last ones. <laughs> J.J. Reddick. <laughs> well, well, yeah, yeah, man. Like, he's like so, six so USWA, you, you were with the Jarrett's for a, a long time then. Yeah, yeah, like, because uh, 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 Jeff's dad is the one that helped train me and his grandfather. Uh, Jeff would come in, uh, in and out uh, every now and then because he was with WCW at the time. And then uh, Wolfie D was like the main trainer. And it was crazy because there was over, there was like 60 or 70 people that showed up the first day of signups or training. And I was the only one that made it out because it was, I mean, like wow. I said, it was, it was a shoot class. Like they would just beat the shit out of us to try to get us to quit it's because not, they, already, they already got our money. So they don't care. It's you not know? easy wow. though. It's not no. easy. It's, no. not, it's not like today. It's yeah, not like no. today. Wolfie told me, he goes, no, we're just trying to get you to quit. You know, we're just saying who wanted the most. He said, we couldn't get your dumb ass to quit. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, though, that's some real shit. I I respect that that kind of that kind of upbringing because it it, kind of prepares you, no? Yeah, he's like, oh. he's like, we broke your shoulder and everything, because <laughs> yeah. it was it, like I said, it was wow. I, I took a bump, man, and the bone popped right out of the skin, and Oof. oh, it was it oh was bad. God. Like again, wow. man, like like again, you got to change with the times and, and that kind of stuff. You know, it would not be tolerated today in 2019, unfortunately. Like it's not like a, it's not no. something that would go over like overlooked anymore. No, because it'd be on social media, then that person that was training would get all kind of backlash or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. So, Completely different times, man. Um, but let me ask you another question here, James. How many beers can you take in one sitting? Because we we want to know how how do we stack in in, in the in James Storm beer game? I, well, this uh, a true story is I went and I was drinking with uh, Mr. Perfect. And Woo! I, I drank I drank thirty one beers <laughs> to his. 30, uh, yeah, thir- 31 Bud Lights is what I drank to his 39 Bud Lights. So. <gasps> Jesus. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. And, and, and not so much, I mean, because I'm, I'm hearing you talk about 31, 39. I'm thinking about Andre the Giant and shit that oh, we yeah. heard. Yeah, but, Andre, like, he's a colossal he, human being. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it makes sense. But you, 31, that's more than a case. Yeah. <laughs> that's expensive. <laughs> that's an expensive habit. This <laughs> is perfect thirty-nine. Holy shit! Oh man, now you gonna make that perfect forty? Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> hey, there has, been, there has been times when I got on the plane, I had to check myself. Like, did I bring my liver with me this time? Like, I'm <laughs> still laying in bed. So, so, so my question to you is, how did how did you guys walk out of that thirty one beer situation? No, like uh, we were at uh, this uh, bar here in Nashville called Tootsie's, and oh, uh, the owner there just he just you know he was a big fan and he just just kept giving them to us. Oh, wow. and you didn't even have to pay for them. Oh, no, shit. no, that was a, yeah, we didn't have to. Beautiful thing. But but did you get carried out or did you guys walk out? That's what I want to know. No, we actually we actually slept in the in the the. The bar until about five o'clock in the morning. Oh shit! Like they left, they left, they left us in this little area. <laughs> we just, we just oh shit! Oh, that I is woke talent. up to for breakfast. <laughs> James, with with talent like this, you you I gotta say, you, I'm sure there's something on your Patreon that covers drinking 
and, and, and your talents. Oh, yeah. Slowly but surely, you know, I'm building it up. And, uh, you know, I don't want to scare everybody off at once. So I'm just putting stuff <laughs> on there. You know, very, very slowly. So. <laughs> Let me don't ask you worry. This Patreon, though, I've heard rumors. And I've heard I've heard from other other shows as well. You play video games. Yeah, you a yeah, gamer. Uh, I just started, uh, you know, like with the, the Patreons that are on there and stuff. Like I'll, I'll play video games with them, and it's one of the things where if they beat me, like I'll, I'll send them free merchandise and shit. Oh, what are you shit. playing? What are you playing? I, I'm playing everything. I'm playing Madden. I'm playing, you know, NBA 2K. So okay, what platform? Uh, huh? platform uh both playstation and xbox okay you oh. we're exchanging these numbers man i gotta see your 2k game because you know uh, i i i hold my own and i like to you know level of prestige that i like to defend so i want to see why i stack up <laughs> against cowboy james what nba team do you play with i play with the grizzlies Grizzlies. The oh, Grizzlies, of course. Of course. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that means he knows how to play. Right. Shit, I'm going to back down. Fuck. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> like that. They like playing with the Houston Rockets or, you know. Yeah. No, no, no. When you play with real he's teams playing. like that, he know how to play. Fuck listen, that. Nah. He's playing with the Grizzlies. He's playing fundamental basketball. He's, yeah, oh, shit. he's in the yeah. bench looking for minutes. Yeah, there's no like, fast breaks. Okay, hold on. Uh, give, give me a, give me a week or two, James. Give me a, give me a week or two, and, uh, and then I'll send you an invite. <laughs> I'll call you. Don't call. Me. No, no. One of the cool things is too is uh, you know because I travel so much. If there's a usually if there's a Patreon like anywhere kind of close to where I'm going to or whatever, like I'll give them free tickets to the show and do a meet and oh, greet with them. Yeah, yeah. That's so, fantastic. That's man. great. That's fantastic. How, do, how do they how do they find this Patreon thing? Yeah, it's just uh, it's at www.patreon.com forward slash James Storm. Oh, awesome, awesome. I'm hitting that up ASAP. Let me let me let me suggest to you though, since you're a traveling man and and I know how it is with if you're gonna be doing this Patreon gaming thing, did you look into the Switch? No, actually, I have a, uh, I have this. Uh, it's called Games or whatever, and, and it's uh, actually like a giant briefcase where I take my Xbox and my PlayStation on the road. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. Oh. Yeah, and I took it up. I and see I that's, I see that's, yeah. Stuff, so it passes yeah. the time at airports and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, that's so, so, those. so listen, if you're taking it with you on the road, you are a gamer, a legitimate, bona fide gamer. Yeah, you know, oh, like uh, it, it was. It was a time when you didn't bring that shit out in the locker room. You know? <laughs> yeah, those times have changed, though. Right? Oh, you mean like with, with being a wrestling fan and those things? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that that that's something I think Cornette would be complaining about. You know, the the, the talent today they don't even drink. They, yeah. they just play video games. You know. <laughs> oh shit, that's what's yeah. up though. What's your go-to game though? Like, if you had a tough fucking day. You have a fucking a jack in, on the rocks, and you're trying to play a video game. What game do you go to? Oh, it, it's Madden. I mean, I play oh, so many yeah, nice. Who so you playing with? Uh, Titans. The Titans. So. Titans. <laughs> yeah. Either the Titans or the Cleveland Browns. I don't know why I play with the Cleveland Browns. I okay. think because their defense is good, but that's about mm-hmm. it. Okay, okay, okay. How you feeling about Tannehill right now? Uh, I mean, he's doing the job. So the and, job. Uh, It's going to be pretty interesting because uh, we're playing Jacksonville, I think, this uh, week. <laughs> and Nick Foles is back, so you got Derrick Henry, baby. He's yeah, good. Yeah. No, he's gonna take you to the promised land. Yeah, and that defense too. I love that defense. So, <laughs> about, do you think you'll ever making a cameo in Up, Up, Down, Down with those New Day guys? I hear I they like know. to game too. 
Yeah, yeah. I know, I know those guys real well, so I, I don't know. We'll see, you know, if we ever cross paths and stuff. So it'd okay. Be, it'd be okay. Too, so. I'd love to see you on that show, man. See, yeah, put, sure. put, the, put them onto the sticks, man. Let them know. <laughs> <laughs> and then put them, get them on the basketball court, too. Yeah, uh, man. Hell yeah. I know you still got that game. Oh, you see, like, uh, you know, every time when we were traveling with TNA, it was a group of us that would always find the basketball court. It was me and AJ and Frankie Kazarian. Uh, Austin Aries uh, would play. Uh, Christopher Daniels would try. He looks like he could have just sat there and put a block on. You just a block. He looks like he's just a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that was the same way with Chris Harris. We're like, hey, you big bastard. You just stand there. Yeah. Don't, don't shoot it. Don't even touch the ball. Don't shoot it. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, it, it was if we throw it to you, throw it back. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! Question for you though: Being uh, not only are you a gamer, but you also have dabbled in acting. Am I wrong? Yeah, I just uh, just finished up my second movie in like two months. So. That's right. That's right. So what was this new film? How was that experience? It was a lot of fun. It's uh, uh, the concept was pretty cool too. Is I, I'm a I'm a ex uh, like MMA fighter or whatever, but okay. like. You kind of have I have flashbacks and you see that I win the belt and stuff. But in the championship match, the the guy that I beat just like flips out and winds up stabbing me in the back, oh. uh, like with this this big knife, and it messes up like back damage. So I have to retire. But then he gets kicked out of MMA. But then it for, fast forward like ten years later, come to find out he's running this underground fight club or whatever. Where if you win, you win money, but if you lose, they kill you. Oh. And, and he's trying to get me to fight, and I'm like, no, I don't fight no more. They wind up kidnapping my wife to make me fight and stuff. So it's, it's gonna be pretty oh, cool. Shit. Pretty cool. Uh, some Mortal Kombat type shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is your favorite genre of movie? Ah uh, man, it, I mean, it depends, man. If I got a woman here, it's gonna be some kind of drama or something. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I mean, or horror. But my my my, my go to horror movie to watch. Is uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, oh, nice, uh, nice, nice. Fantastic, fantastic, classic. Did you know that uh, in the original, that that scene around the table, they took 24 hours to shoot that scene. Really? And that and that the thing is, it's such a low-budget film that they only had one set of costumes. So there was drugs and sweats, thinking, 24 hours, and the food that they had on the table started rotting, like to the point that maggots were coming out. Oh, wow. You had actors throwing up, like, and they had to finish the scene because that was the only one shot deal. They shot yeah. that movie like in two weeks or some shit like that. Wow. That's yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big uh, horror movie buff, so I the, the, the horror movie that I just finished uh, right before I did this MMA movie, uh, I was like the lead killer in this movie. And oh. there's a scene where it's just like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that I got to throw in there. It was pretty cool. There's like a a bookshelf in this house and and then uh, like in the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre it's like the meat locker or whatever he just closes yep. the door real quick when he's looking and I did it with the bookcase I was like oh I feel so oh, that's so dope <laughs> <laughs> it was really cool what's your favorite are you, you are you enjoying the horror genre now or or are you you're a slasher fan are you just back old school shit Oh, yeah. No, I mean uh, I, a lot of the movies now man are just kind of hard to believe like I like movies yeah. that you know, that could probably really happen. I mean, like, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre could really happen. Like, this yeah. guy could go crazy with a freaking chainsaw, you know? And Absolutely. one of my favorite movies is a movie called The Strangers. Um, oh. 
And it's oh, just where these people bad. just go and kill these people because they were home, you know? Yep. Right. I feel like it's what started Purge. It gave the idea to Purge. Yes. Yes. That's I think what that I feel because that, that was the whole entire concept. Yeah. Same like concept. A, yeah. No, there's a lot of classic movies like that. The House on the Left, you know? Yeah. Uh, fucking House on, like, there's so many movies. Really, and that, honestly, that's the 80s, 70s, 80s genre. Yeah. Uh, have you caught American Horror Story this season? No, I haven't. I haven't. Oh my season. god, 1984. It, this what you're telling me. You're gonna want to watch this because they did a phenomenal job, kind of blending all of the stories we grew to love, and make it into a, a, a series uh, for this season of ten episodes. They uh, did a phenomenal job. Definitely check it out. Uh, yeah, I definitely check that out. Then I yeah, feel you absolutely. what you mean, though, James. I just feel like th- this er- this era of horror movies doesn't have that that face. To the mm-hmm. horror, like, like back in the days, those motherfuckers used to scare me, man. Michael yeah. Myers, uh, Freddy Krueger, and right. believe it or not, Chucky when I was a little younger. But hey, fuck it, yeah, Chucky, throw him in there. You don't yeah. have that those guys anymore. It, it, maybe it because he came with a resurgence. Well, but this, you know, when I was making this movie, it was really cool because uh, the director gave me some input to my character in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, and so it was. It's it's about where this uh, uh, these two brothers uh, they rob a bank when they're younger. And one, the other brother gets shot when they're escaping, but they escape to this house and they're living up in this attic. Well, the one brother dies. So the people, when people start moving into the house, I kill all these people that are moving to, into the house and stuff. Jesus. And then, uh, so then you have this freaking, uh, like this movie production company that comes to town to film like a, like what happened to the brothers type kind of unsolved mysteries movie kind of deal within the movie, you know, oh. not knowing that I'm still living up in the attic or whatever. So it's, I mean, it was, it was pretty cool. And, and like he, uh, and I told him, I said, man, I said, you know, it's like those Jason movies, you know, you always hear, you know, yeah. or yeah. Uh, the one to, you know, like, yeah, you know, yeah. and you knew shit was about to go down. And I said, man, I said, what if like before I kill somebody or whatever, you just heard me just go, Oh, it's just like, like a creepy whistle, and he's like, "Man, he goes, I love it." So, so it's kind of one of those things. Like after every time I kill someone, like I stick my face just real close to them, like while they're dying, and I just whistle or whatever. Oh and, uh, shit! And so then you find out like the whistle actually came from my mom that that did it to kind of like calm me down and stuff. So, oh, uh, yeah. Levels you don't see shit. that no more, yo. You do not oh, see that in man. movies no more, though. In horror movies, I, yo, it's all the same thing, man. Like the, hey, the, the exorcism details, of though. this one, the exorcism of that one, like yeah. 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 James, this. James, would you ever be interested to, to do that as a gimmick? Oh yeah, and, and what well, the funny thing is is, uh, Satucky, when I was doing uh, the Revolution uh, in I was TNA, say, I, but I made it longer. But this one, I just I just figured I just cut it down real short or whatever. And so, actually, on my new theme song that I'm, co- I'm going to start coming out to, uh, I put it right at the beginning of it. So, because I kind of, I kind of want to do like, a, you know, like, you know, I bet everybody knows me as the cowboy and all this. I kind of want to do like an outcast type character. You know, that's, that's what I want to do because it seems like everybody now, like you said, is doing all these flips and flops and all this stuff or whatever. Whereas me, it's like, I'll, I'll stand there and just punch you in the face. Seems like, you know, all these people are, are, yay, all these flips and flops and all this stuff. And it seems like like I'm the outcast kind of thing just because I just beat people up, you know? So, yeah. So I want to try to try to transition into that a little bit. And I, I, I could definitely see you doing that, man. And you standing out is just the, 
the, the smart way to do it. Like, it, I feel there's too many people doing the flippy stuff, and I still don't. I still feel like it has a place in the business, but it's just only certain people can pull it off, and it's already getting too redundant. Well, yeah, I mean, like when you know when you have three or four matches back to back that are doing the same stuff. Man. Yeah, come on, yeah. man. Yeah. And and that goes along with booking too. WWE. I think, I think yeah. at the end of the day, though, like, and this is once again what I'm loving about NWA is that. You know, what we want to see is authenticity, right? There's a story to be told. And when we can believe what you're telling us, right? And the reality is, James Storm, when you are in front of somebody and you are spitting your truth, you make us believe that you can beat that man's ass, you know? And, and that's that's real. Not many people could pull that off. That authenticity, that genuineness, that's why we people love you, man. That, that, that what you are able to say, the way you're able to make people feel... Like, you the guy we want to see fuck people up. Like, you know what I mean? And that's what I tell all these guys. It's like, look, guys, like, you can't just go out there and just talk shit. Like, you got to believe your own shit or nobody else is going to believe it. Like, if you don't believe it, nobody else is. You know what I really love is the fact that when you hit the last call, that's it. It's not like 15 uh, super yeah, I mean, I mean, that's you know, like I said, that's that's my thing, and that's that's kind of one of the things where, you know, uh, I was talking to Triple H on my second NXT match that I had there when he was like, I was like, hey man, can I just use you know my last call super kick as a finish? He goes, well, so many people use the super kick. I said, yeah, they knock people down with theirs. I knock people out with mine. He goes, okay. <laughs> so, not, you know, and it's just one of those things is where. You know, people are like, people ask me all the time, well, you know, the Young Bucks use the super kick all the time. Well, that's that's their gimmick. I mean, that's, you know, that's what got them to where they're at. And that's fine. You know, that's just, that's, that's you know, their niche uh, to say, you know. My, my niche has always been, hey, if I hit you with this, that's it. You know, it, it's not their finisher. It's my finisher. Nobody can compare the amount of jack that's coming off of that kick. Right from a James Storm's last call compared to a super kick from fucking Young Bucks. Oh and look, yeah, and, and you know what? It seems like Triple H listened because then they fucking let this guy uh, Alistair Black with the fucking black mask. Yeah, finisher, right? Yep. Yeah. So what would you say, James, to fans that say they're upset at guys like Kevin Owens uh, using the stunner and Seth Rollins using the pedigree? Um. Some may say it looks awkward, and that's what their complaint is. But like, uh, everything's kind of recycled, isn't it? Yeah. So I mean, I mean, you got they got to understand. You know, I'm. You know, I think somewhere like Austin said it was okay for Kevin to use it. Right, know? right. If he says it, then hell, <laughs> right. He, he's the one that did it. You know, like. But uh, you know, everybody's always going to compare whoever's using it now to whoever they saw really as a kid using it. You know, that that's how I look at it. Uh, you know, because when I was coming up, everybody compared me to Shawn Michaels, number one, because I had the long hair as well, and number two, because mm-hmm. I used the super kick, which, you know, mm-hmm. is, is fine or whatever. And and I always said, like, I always wanted to try to do at least, you know, as good as Shawn, you know, because to me, like, Shawn is, you know, he was a super kick master, you know. and But it's just one of those things where, you know, and there's going to be more people, you know, after me and after the young bugs and after whoever else is using it, that's going to be using it as well. You know, it's just, like you said, it just, it's just recycles. Right. Right. And I, and I think, I think the most important thing is, uh, is putting your own little spin to it. Right. Uh, yeah. At the end of the day to make it yours, you know, and, and that's something well, Sean's that, able that, to do. That was one of the things is, you know, uh, I go back to Dusty and he told me, he goes, well, if you're going to, 
you know, keep using the super kick. He goes, you got to name it. He goes, if you if you put a different name on it, then it's yours. Mm-hmm. You know, you just don't you just, you just don't want to call it the super kick. That's right. All right. That's right. So, yeah. And those Ring of Honor days really did a number on the super kick already. <laughs> so you can't really can't really get away with that name anymore. <laughs> James, you talked about you know being a kid in the business and like what brought you into the business. Who was that that wrestler, that performer that just made you fall in love with the, the sport? Man, there was, you know, there was so many growing up because, like I said, I grew up watching, uh, you know, USWA uh, and some uh, world class, you know, is is guys like Tommy Wildfire, Rich, and uh, 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 even uh, Dutch Mantel. You know, he was just to me, he was one of those believable heels that, you know, he would go out there and you would actually think that he was about to kill someone. You know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, I mean, is this you know, like I said, especially like Tommy Wildfire Rich, he was just one of those guys. He just had that you know that baby face fire, you know. So, hey James, who's your favorite man to hold the uh, ten pounds of gold? Oh, uh, that's that's easy, Rick Flair. Man. Rick Flair. I thought you were gonna say James Storm. But you know, it's 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 really you know I was a you know big Ric Flair fan, uh, you know before I actually became really good friends with him, and you know and wow. and now even when I just sit and just talk to him and he he tells me you know stories from the past and stuff, like it's just it's just crazy because you can just listen to him and look into his eyes and tell like he's still so passionate about wrestling. You know? mm. Mm. Really lived the life. I mean, you you have to invest your whole whole into it, right? And so it's hard to let it go. You know, and, and, and he's had such a big part. He's been such a big part of the wrestling industry, the history behind it, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, everybody, you know, still thinks, he, you know, he's the greatest wrestler that ever lived. And and he'll, I mean, he'll tell you, you know, to your face, you know, yeah, he was good, but, it, you know, it takes two to dance, so. Mm, mm, so, 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 so my question now is, how many bars did you two shot down? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just say I am not responsible for his liver failure. This <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> Dude, I'm sure He's everybody over. had to sign that waiver before going out with him. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like, there was there was a time at TNA where uh, I, I forgot what they called it, whatever. But we just had to shotgun beers after beer after beer before we do like pre tapes and stuff. And uh, I remember I had a because we had a uh, uh, a breathalyzer uh, test there well as well, and yeah. I had a, po- a point one nine one time. That was when uh, right. they do like the the beer drinking championship or whatever. Right. And me and Eric Young got so drunk during during pre tapes, it was unreal. <laughs> oh my god! Have you ever had alcohol poisoning? Uh, I I don't think I have. You know, I woke up many mornings, you know, not knowing who I am or who she was, but just open it up cold. That's all. You know how you know? I found this shit out like ten years after after the fact. Uh, if you throw if you throw up and it's black, that's alcohol poisoning. Well, I will. I uh, I did have. Uh, I remember I did wake up one time and I pissed straight blood. Ooh. And uh, so I went that... to I went to the hospital and had like a a hole in uh, my liver. And they oh, had to go shit, had to go in and put a stent on my liver. Oh so, my god! And the only way they can get through you, to your liver to put a stent on is through your penis, and it yep. don't feel good. 
<laughs> oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not drinking no more. <laughs> uh, and, and the the chicken up his back. So, 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 I mean, the liver thing is fucking crazy. But just so you know, this is why it took me 10 years to know because the night that that happened, I killed the bottle of Jack. <laughs> that is the problem. It was a bottle of Jack and a bottle of Brugal. It was my first weekend oh. at Hostra. Oh. And I was chilling with some white guys. I'm a Dominican dude. I'm like, I'm introducing what my people drink, and you introduce me to Jack, and I fell in love. And yeah, <laughs> alcohol poisoning. <laughs> no boy. But this happened twice. Apparently, I didn't learn. Uh, <laughs> James, anybody in particular that you see um, branching out soon or up and coming in NWA that sparks your eye? You know. Uh, it- even though a lot of people don't know he's been in the game for a while, the Ricky Starks kid is, oh, is, yeah. is really good. He's got a lot of potential. You know, once he once he gets into his groove, you know, finds finds that you know that it that he needs, like he's gonna he's gonna do really well. Yeah, okay. we one hundred percent agree. We see it. He has that presence. We we see, we see a lot of some shades of the Rock in him in his uh, yeah persona yeah. charisma. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, you know, I think a lot of people just kind of told him kind of be careful with that as well. You know, just, you know, still still own it and be yourself. But, you, you, you know, try not to say any of the rock sketch phrases. Yeah. Of course, of course. <laughs> and, and that's where he will kill it, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's more of that's... the presence, the way he moves, his mannerism. It, it, you see similarities, but it's him. You know, you could tell it's him being him, which is yeah. great. And, uh, and then, you know, with the women, you know, uh, Thunder Rosa, to me, oh. he oh. just... I mean, she just she's killing it. So, oh killing my it. god, killing I love the it! Melina's back, man. They got a lot of they got a lot of fuel behind that. I it's know, just, right? Like that. you, you, you know that every time she comes out, you're hoping she jump up on the ring and do the splits. Yes, yes. yes. I was waiting for. I was like, "What the hell are you doing?" I was too. I'm, sitting <laughs> I'm like, "No, this is all wrong. This is all wrong." <laughs> but it was so right. <laughs> Oh, that women's division is legit, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, overall, I mean, every division, everything we've seen on NWA right now has been fantastic. My question to you is, why have we not yet seen a, a commercial with you and Adonis sharing a beer? I know, right? Like, that's, that's, <laughs> or I want to be, I want to go to like Tony Falk's freaking uh, waffles and irons or whatever. Waffles and irons and bring <laughs> Listen, like, listen. You go to you go to the you go to David. You tell him, listen. Those ads are working. I bought the invisible hair. It's it's it fucking works. <laughs> it fucking works. I'm rocking it every day, bro. We are I'm, going to push this. On if you come out with a, if you come out with a beer, James, I'm buying this shit. I'm telling you. Facts. <laughs> Fucking special I'm, I'm order. Trying that to get shit. me a beer sponsor. That's what I need next. This is yeah, great. man. Ladies yep. and gentlemen, IPA, open man. for business. That's it. Let's talk. Let's talk. <laughs> um, James, I want to thank you, man. Uh, appreciate your time. I don't want to take any more of it, but we like to end with a round of chair shots. It's a lightning round. Uh, quick questions and whatever comes to your head. You the most authentic response you have. First thing that comes to your mind. <laughs> all right, I'll try it. <laughs> all right, all right. Cool, cool. So, uh, what's your favorite cheat meal? Uh, pizza. Hey, okay. What type what of meat lover? Meat lover. Okay, yeah. okay. okay. Nice, nice. Uh, I guess we kind of covered, I don't know, favorite movie? Uh, actually, it's going to sound dumb, whatever. My favorite movie is actually uh, Tombstone and Cocktail. 
Oh, really? Yeah, like the, like I said, the tombstone one is for the, I mean, the cocktail one is for the girls, but just because it's like, all right, right, okay. yeah, man. I don't know. I just, I, I just, I was always just a big tombstone fan. So okay, 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 okay. okay. All right. If you had a superpower, what would it be? Uh, be invisible. Invisible, you creep. <laughs> that is, that is a common one, damn it. I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, who's the person you want to meet, real or fictional? Uh, oh, shit. I hope it's God. <laughs> hey, right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's the best one. That's the best answer. I know. I don't know, but hopefully he'll be like, get in here, Storm, you funny son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm like, I look like I look like your son, God. Let me in. There you go. Okay. <laughs> oh man. What's the worst purchase you've ever made? Oh. Uh man, I don't even uh some damn bracelets off Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> what like, like the, the, the essential oils ones? Uh it has like the names on it or whatever. Oh like, like bracelets. Man, that's shit. Came to my house and looked like an infant, like you wear it. That's it. <laughs> did it? Did it? Did it turn green immediately once you unpackaged it? I know it's a. It's like a leather band, and it still turned green. What? <laughs> <laughs> the milk's go bad. The milk's go. The milk's go bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what oh, is shit. the worst game you've ever purchased? Ooh, the worst game. Yeah. Oh man, I don't. Man, I don't even know. Like with that. I, okay, well, how, what's the worst okay, game you played? Uh probably, <laughs> probably freaking pole position. Pole <laughs> position. Yeah, that was a mistake from immediately. Should have known that one. <laughs> Should have read the reviews. No. Right, I have a quick one for you. I have a quick one. Pick one game: WCW versus NWO, WCW World Tour. WWE No Mercy, WWE WrestleMania 2000. For what? Figure for what? N64. Oh, God. That, can I just throw that whole game system away? <laughs> <laughs> so he's not a fan, folks. Okay. <laughs> I'm not really a fan of the 64. Okay. Fuck him. Okay. <laughs> Fuck him. What is the dumbest way you've been injured? Oh, hell, walking down the damn steps. <laughs> what was you breaking your ankle or something? Yeah, like I was just walking down the steps, and there was like this girl like at ringside or whatever. I was like, hey, clank. Oh, <laughs> shit. shit. During yeah. a show? That's crazy. Yeah, and, and I've also, also like uh, chipped a tooth because we were having like a weapons match, and they had a damn rake uh as one of the weapons, and I stepped on the end of it, and it came up and hit me right in the face and chipped my Ooh, tooth. Oh, you did that cartoon oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> that, that is crazy. <laughs> that was a booby trap. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody from planted on us. <laughs> What's the useless talent that you may have? Oh, uh, wrestling. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, man. What other languages other than English if you speak any, do you? Love. There you go. <laughs> there we go. There you go. Okay. Early I really do get it in tribal movies. You get it. Yeah. <laughs> you go go you go get yours, man. What's what's your favorite sports team? Um of overall, I guess. Uh, uh the Titans just because, you know, I got some of the my boys that play for them or whatever, so uh 
but uh, you know, it's funny because everybody's like, "Oh, you're on the bandwagon," but uh, Alabama's been my college team since I was real little, just because my dad went there. Uh, and okay. The band, so. Oh. Okay, that's awesome. Fantastic. Oh. You said your boys play there. Uh, who 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 your boys that play for the Titans? Uh, well, one of them's Derek Henry. So <laughs> okay, yeah, like legit. You know yeah. all this shit. Yeah, yeah. So like every year we get, uh, you know, I go down to uh, the Alabama Stadium, or whatever, and just hang out with some of the guys or whatever, and I just, you know, I just start meeting them, or whatever, and it's just crazy how many people that you meet that you wouldn't think are wrestling fans. You know? Oh really? shit! Wow. So, oh, man. Well, that's fantastic. Cool. Yeah, it's really cool. That's What's awesome. more important to you, James, the heel or the face? Uh, you know, a lot of people think, you know, the heel is what really dictates the match, which, you know, any way it does. But, you know, if you don't got a good, strong baby face that people care about, you know, then mm. you really ain't got a match. You know, you can, you can, you can be the, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to say. It's really 50 50, but, you know, you got to have a great heel to make a great baby face. So, Interesting, okay. interesting. All right. Okay. All right. And who would be your favorite uh, face or heel? Uh, man, I say uh, my my favorite heel that I wrestled was Bobby Roode. You know, he was just because he, you know, just he knew his job. His job was to be hated. You know, you get a lot of these heels that want to go out there and be cheered and stuff, and that's you know, or try to sell T-shirts. It's like that's not your job. When you turn babyface, that's your job. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and a lot of people kind of just forget that. It's uh, very cross now. It's 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 mixed match, mixed mixed uh, feelings with that. It's just crazy. Yeah, and I say, uh, you know, as a babyface side, one of my favorite guys was Sting, and also uh, Chavo Guerrero. Like I, I always oh. loved Chavo Guerrero. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. Okay. Um, do you have any pre-show rituals? Yeah, I eat uh, eat fifteen gummy bears before I go out. Fifteen gummy bears. 15 what happens gummy- at the fifteen? <laughs> I don't know why fifteen. I, I just, I just, you know, I don't know. How many? How many come in a package? Uh, well, it depends. Like these damn TSA people, they look at me all the time when I take like a a, a pound of gummy bears through the. I swear they're they're just real gummy bears. Yeah, you got big ass James Storm coming out with a handful of gummy bears. Yeah, I probably oh, if I worked damn. there, I'd probably tell you something, James. So, I'd probably be like, hey, where the fuck you going with them gummy bears, James? They're like, what in the CBD's going on here? Exactly. <laughs> Question for you though: What type of what brand of gummy bears do you enjoy? Do what now? What brand of gummy bears? Oh, it's that uh, shit. I forgot what the brand. Caribou. Uh, yeah, Caribou. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see, I find them just to be hard as fuck. Yeah, yeah, they're hard to chew. It. They're good, but they're hard to chew. <laughs> I don't Damn. know. You know what? I we tasted you some Arizona baby. gummy bears the other day. The Arizona, the iced tea. Yeah, no, changed my life. Really? <laughs> yeah, delicious. James. <laughs> You should try some uh, Jack Daniels and Sprite next time you drink some Jack. Jack Daniels and Sprite? Really? Yeah. Drink? I'm drinking that now. That's my drink. Fuck that. I'm really? drinking that. I'm telling you, you, put, you, put, you take some Jack Daniels and Sprite, put some li- uh, like a lime in it. Shit. It really? The Sprite helps with the hangover. So. Oh, shit. You see? That shit's happening That's tomorrow. It. <laughs> it's happening. No, for uh, real. That shit's happening tomorrow. I got a hey, team hey. in the back right now. <laughs> What is one last message you want to leave to your fans tonight, James? 
You know, uh, anytime you get to go out to re- you know the wrestling show, no matter what it is, you know, always support the guys because they're in the ring busting their ass. That's how I always look at it, uh, and it's uh, and it's one of the things that I always live by is, you know, I always go out there and I wrestle every match like it's my last match because one day, you know, my wish will come true and it will be my last match. That's how I look at it as well. Amazing, amazing. Uh, James, I would like to thank you, man, for your time. I appreciate you tonight, and keep going with the hard work that you're pulling off. Yeah, like I said, you know, all the guys, man, they, you know, they show up, and they, they, they work hard, and, and that's all that, uh, you know, Billy and Dave Lagana can ask. And, and they got a good group around them, and, you know, they handpicked every guy. And, you know, with the veterans coming in and helping out the young guys, it's, it's pretty cool. And, you know, like I said, uh, you can follow me on social media, on Twitter, and, Instagram at James Stormbrand. I don't have a Facebook. There's been a lot of fake accounts. Okay. I, I, had a, I had a girl one time come up to me. She goes, hey, you, you know who I am, right? And I said, no. She goes, we've been talking to each other on Facebook. That's <laughs> <laughs> not me. And then she goes, are you sure it's not you? I'm like, I'm standing in front of James Storm right now, and I'm telling you it's not me. Wow. No. And then, uh, you, you know, and everybody, everybody uh, you know, to get a chance, uh, check out my Patreon and follow me on there. And it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I'm starting to do a thing where uh, with my Patreons, I get them to send in like a ghost story. Everybody has a ghost story that they heard mm. when they were younger. And nice. I, I have a character named Django to Django uh, that that's going to go and start uh, like uh, investigating these ghost stories and shit. <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. So I'm going to do like a small, like short story, like investigating these these ghost stories. Holy shit. Awesome. 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 Some Mythbusters type shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Jay's one Cowboy, last... a clothing line coming out soon. Do what now? Do you have a clothing line coming out soon, I heard? Yeah, man. Hell, I guess I need to plug in as well. Yeah, just uh, uh, it should be coming out within the next couple of weeks. Uh, it's called Last Call Outlaw. It's going to be some pretty cool stuff. Okay. The reason I kind of started is just because, uh, you, you know, I, I, I meet a lot of kids and stuff that are unfortunate. And, like, I'll just say, say some shit, and I'm just like, man, that was a pretty good quote. You know, like uh, to, to these guys, and and then just and then I start writing them down in the book. I was like, man, I start just putting these on T-shirts or you know do something with them or whatever. And because a quote that I was told a kid yesterday, like uh, it was, and it just it just made his life like just just hearing stuff like that. I was like, you got this, no matter what this may be. You know, and I was like, holy mm. shit, that's, that's a good quote, you know? Yeah. Mm. Like, like one of my shirts on the, you know, it says on the front, it says last call outlaw. And on the back, it says outlaws are better than in-laws. So, hey. <laughs> you know, <laughs> gospel. <laughs> I preach. <laughs> we didn't know you was a preacher now, too. <laughs> Goddamn. James, all trades, master of none. <laughs> James, can we see you? Uh, uh, are you going to be in the East Coast any, anytime soon or our New Jersey, New York area? Uh, actually, I just had some uh, people just hit me up about some uh, stuff up in uh, the New York area. So as soon as I uh, get that confirmed or whatever, I'll stick that up on my uh, Twitter and stuff. And oh. I'll definitely hit you guys up and let you guys know as well. Absolutely. Well, definitely, listen, we will be there. You let us know. And we'll sure. be there for you with the Meat Lovers pizza and some good old Jack. I'm going to barrel. We can't get you a barrel, though. We're going to have to get you a bottle. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate you, man. Good luck with everything. And we'd love to have you again. We got to do this another time, man. Yeah, definitely. Thank you guys so much, man. Thank you, man. You have a good night. Thank you. Have a good evening.